Welcome back to Deep Shit Podcast, and I am here today with Jordan Adetunji, Belfast's most amazing hip hop artist, and I'm so excited. So I think it's quite fitting. Um, I'm just back from the Black History Month launch in Queen's University, and I just think it's a really timely to have the privilege to speak to you today. Um, and I want to thank you. I think I kind of briefly cheesily spoke to you at Culture Night Belfast. Thank you for having me here. Because oh any time at all. Because I did um my TED talk last month and it was I spoke about having black role models yeah. for my son, which is really important to Very me. Important, yeah. And I think from what from your performance in Culture Night, like what I saw was someone who's genuine so focused. So yeah. the first thing was focus. Did you have your you had your own musicians, didn't you? Yeah yeah those are my band, yeah. So it was so rehearsed. Yeah, I don't know is. if people notice this, but I was like, oh my days, like everyone's focused, everyone's in the zone. Yeah. It's it's really fun and it's great, but you can just tell that you're not messing around. No, and that's definitely. so admirable. Yeah. So I was with Elliot and like he totally loved it and it's great. And um screw the TED Talk, there is a black yeah. role model. Yeah. So nice. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I suppose I wanted to just talk to you about your background. Growing up in Belfast and yeah. how you find that. I know that you've um, described your music as, and I don't know if this is quote unquote, but I think it is from Days. Yeah, it is from Days. Let's not mess around. The struggles and dynamics of life on the island. Yeah. Um, so tell me, tell me about that a little bit. So life on the island here for me personally, it's been great. Like people have always supported me. Um, but as growing up, because I came from London when I was. Ooh, must have been about seven or ten, seven or ten, and um, well, P seven, <laughs> anyway. yeah, P seven, P seven. I came here in yeah, P seven, okay. and I did the start P seven, and obviously there wasn't a lot of black people when I came here, and also I was living in, we were living in a hostel, we were living somewhere in Bangor, so um, we came here in like a bit of a hurry, bit of a rush, so we, we got here, and um, I got put in school, new people, had to leave all my friends in London and stuff, like in primary school, came here, started, and just. Had to grow up here through East Belfast. <laughs> yeah. East side. Yeah. So, why were you in a hurry? Oh. Um, the hostel thing. Yeah. Can we talk about? Yeah. Um, I was in a hurry because, like, obviously, I was in a hostel. I was in a hostel for about um, one hostel for maybe oof, four years or three years, something wow. like that. Yeah. So we're in a hostel, and um, during that time, we I had to come in a hurry because of like. Uh, like mental health issues mm -hmm. within my family so people had mental health so we had to come here just to be safe and my mom's a single parent she has four kids so single parent four kids hostel so we lived in a hostel in Bangor then we went to one in East one near East Belfast at the time stayed there for a while um, got used to that lifestyle then um, obviously I went to a church uh, quite close like Mercy Street so obviously I grew up through there and then I picked up an instrument Continue playing my instrument there. So yeah. What instrument was it? Trumpet. No way. That yeah, was the first. Trumpet, did you yeah. get lessons or did it? Yeah, yeah, I got lessons like... whenever I went to secondary school. I started doing it properly. That's like, amazing. Yeah. What's it like living in a hostel Ooh, for that long? Living in a hostel is a bit crazy because it was like one room and it's like all my siblings in the one room with my mum. So that it was just like bunk beds and stuff like that. It was uh, goodness. It was a weird and it is a weird environment to be in, but it taught me a life lesson sort of you appreciate more things as you go along yeah mm -hmm. and it definitely made me want more as a person because i feel like 
some people that are a bit more privileged they don't really have they're not as ambitious for me like ambition is like just going for everything at any given point you have really and is it you hear about people who find themselves in positions like that which yeah. can be traumatic or they can be like a, an opportunity for growth or yeah. development when you look back at that time mm. was it at that time a challenge was it a struggle was it did did you find that you maybe bonded more as a fan like mm. did you feel safe was that yeah i think we definitely became closer as a family because we're all in the same room and my sisters were quite young at that time like they were really young so um i got closer we all got closer as a family because like obviously going through that experience your 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 goal is like i can't wait to get a proper house like some people's goals are different it's like i can't wait to get a new car but ours was like i can't wait till we get a real proper house like yeah different yeah and what did it feel like when you got a house oh it was unbelievable we finally got a house after i think we stayed in the hostel for two years actually now that i'm thinking about it i think yeah it was two years because then we got we finally got a house and then i went to secondary school mm. so yeah um when i got a house we thought it was like the best thing ever that is the best yeah, thing yeah we thought it was the best thing ever honestly i think yeah. we kind of forget here um how privileged we really it's are so true yeah and i just think that if you have a house and you can pay your bills mm. you have it all literally like you really have it all yeah um that's amazing so then the culture shop from london to when was that what year was that whenever was it 2009-10 okay yeah and so what was living in East Belfast like? Living in East Belfast was different. Like I had a lot of support, but people weren't used to black people then. It was a bit of like stereotype, only what they see on TV kind of thing. So there's a lot of stereotypes. And, but when they seen a black guy not talking African or American with an English accent, they were like, okay, this is a bit different. So they, they sort of took me, took me on quite well. Mm. And what's the stereotype? It's just Sorry, is it like as you say like an African yeah, African yeah to have an African accent and uh, <laughs> have an American accent like you know the movies mm. that they would see or something and I had one stereotype where I played football at the time so I was in, big into football and they thought all black players are supposed to be good at football that's my only stereotype <laughs> I was <God>. decent <laughs> like and were you good at it I was good at it at the there time you yeah. there you go I'm trash now <laughs> oh yeah, yeah <laughs> you're so better at other things yeah. so that's good so then whenever you was what about your musical journey then was that something that like did you just try music in church and that was you sold or was it escapism or definitely was escape it... definitely escape because i remember when i was living in the hostel i had like this one ipod i think i had like a green ipod and it like we didn't have um there was no wi-fi so we had to my mom used to buy like some dongle like um and she used to top it up and put it in the computer and then i would use that to try and get music at the time that i put it onto the ipod ipod yeah green ipod nano so i used to put it on that and then i used to listen to like michael jackson all sorts of different music rock music and then rap music rap music came quite later so um and that that really really helped and also when i was in living when i was living in london i was big into music at the time seeing people play the drums i was just inspired each time mm. yeah that's amazing and so then when did you choose that as your career choice, I suppose? Mm. When I chose that as my career choice is when, I would say whenever I got into school, I always wanted to, I wanted to be something. I always wanted to be someone or something. I, I had, a, I had an, a, just an ambition to always be someone. Like even when I, when I did play football before, um, when I was younger, I always wanted to be the captain or I wanted to be the main player. I want to be something because I, I, I had such a hard upbringing I always wanted to make sure that I, I can do something. I want to put my mom out of 
the position she's in and bring my family up with me to a better place. So the music sort of came when I started secondary school. Mm. I always knew in the back of my head that I'm going to do something. And That's then amazing. I took it serious probably 16. Yeah. And did you leave school at 16? No. You stayed on? I stayed on. And which a lot of people didn't think I would. My, really? Yeah, Are you not academic? I'm not, well, I wasn't strongly academic. I was mm. okay. I was just average. Like I, I wasn't mad academic. Like, mm. so, but I just managed to stay on. I scraped through. Like, yeah. But you, did you study music? Yeah, I studied music. I was the only, there was, uh, I did GCSE music and there was only three of us in the class. And the three are also in my band. No way! Yeah, yeah, they're all in my oh, band. That's yeah. amazing! Yeah, because I have so two bands, so I have a local band. My guitarist was one of the three of us. That speaks volumes, yeah, I think. It does, like, yeah. that's real loyalty. Yeah, it is. And that's why know. I've used them the same way. He plays He plays the guitar in my tracks as well. Yeah. And stuff like that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, your mum must be so proud. Yeah, she is. She is. She seems that she says that she's always sort of known because when I was younger I used to like go drumming and I always used to be obsessed with microphones and mm. stuff like that so she always knew but I think definitely seeing me do it on stage at a, a higher level is just inspiring for her yeah. She does she go it. to your concerts? She she does sometimes she goes to the very very one like massive stuff that I do she would she would definitely come but she's more of a person where she wants to. She's very religious, so she yeah. likes to. She likes to pray at home. She says, <laughs> so she always likes to make sure for my safety and stuff like that, and watch over me. Mm. Yeah, but she does come sometimes. When yeah, she, sure. Yeah. That's as important, I think. Yeah, thinking of you, and you're so driven and yeah. and focused. Do you think that comes from? Where does that come from? I feel that comes from struggle. I think think once you struggle something, you have an ambition that other people don't have. Some people see numbers and don't get many numbers and just quit. Mm. I think for me, what it was more than that. It's your purpose that determines how far you're going to go. If you if you have a strong purpose about something, then you're going to go far about it. Because you're going to have, you don't care about anything. You don't care about what it takes to do it. You don't care how much it costs. You're going to want to do it because you have a different purpose. Some people just want it for the money or the cars or whatever. Mm. Some people want it because they have a purpose. And that's... I think that's what keeps me focused. Yeah, and what is your purpose? My purpose myself is for other young people to be able to go through and do hip-hop music or whatever they want to do and feel, okay, I can do it here. I want to show that and no matter wherever your geographical location is, you can still make it in any place. And that's what I want to prove in Belfast and that's my main message. Yeah. And that is so powerful. Yeah, it's important. Um, we spoke a little bit before about um, I find your music respectful in terms of the language that's used so yeah. it's authentic a lot of music's authentic anyway yeah but it, you can tell that in your music because you're not you're the things you speak about yeah are powerful they're relatable to kids they're mm. relatable to adults yeah everyone can kind of relate in a way and you're not dropping f-bombs you're not yeah. talking about and that's important yeah because you're in the public eye mm -hmm. so it's interesting that that well i mean it's obvious i suppose that yeah I do that because like there's always a stereotype about hip hop. I'm trying to show that you don't have to always do the stereotype hip hop. It's in music. It, any music, you don't have to be the stereotype. You have to make your own. That's what makes you original. So that's mm -hmm. why I always I don't I don't swear. I, don't, I never I don't swear a lot. But <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't swear my music. Yeah. Because I want to prove that point. Have you sacrificed stuff for your music? Yeah, I've sacrificed going out. I don't go out all the time as much as I used to. Like I used to try and go out. It, it's hard to have a social life. Uh, um, with music it's hard to keep relationships 100% with music it's hard to it's just so much because music is just the thing where it's like you put your all into it and that's the time is how successful you'll be sometimes how much you put into that goal or 
gift that you have is how much you put in definitely that's so funny because i was listening to a podcast and there's a lyric a drake lyric and yeah. it's is it do you know the lyric i'm yep. about to say because i listened to that lyric <laughs> no so way. many times that that's amazing i remember listening to that lyric so many times and thinking that's me i relate to that go one go on yeah. you need to say the lyric yeah. now it's um i'd rather i want to listen uh, something about um the music that they party to yeah and, and i know the lyric to talk i can't remember the exact it's lyric like, but yeah I'm in while well, you're partying. I'm in writing the music. Music that you can party yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> amazing. That's the one. Yes. I remember that lyric so We're, much. And it's so powerful. Yeah, it and is. that's also what I love about Drake. There's yeah. depth to it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's amazing. Um, so what about, there seems to be like a, a pretty obvious female role model. Yeah. Which is your mom. And mother, that's yeah. amazing. I kind of want to get your mom in my Yeah, podcast. I know. Yeah. Her story's crazy. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah. But, um, and there's such, like, as a mother, I just, like, can't imagine yeah. that struggle yeah um definitely. any single any parent i admire any parent of more than one i admire a single parent a of sing, four children a single mother i think is important because then she's treat, like because we have there's two boys two girls mm. so my mom had to raise us to be men mm. you know what i mean where normally a father is the one that's supposed to do that even though my, my father is there but like mm. it's single we've always lived with our mother we lived with our, with our mother for 10 years now so uh being a single mom, I think, is really, really important because it shows how strong that the single parent can be. Mm. Single parents are really strong because they have to raise a child to be just like what a man should be doing, yeah. in my opinion. Like, and so then, what about male role models? Male role models. That that shows the importance. The importance of a male because, like, through school, there's some things that I had to learn myself mm. that I thought maybe my dad or should be helping me with that he wasn't able to at the time. But I think um, my mum sort of adapted to that. So she was learning as she was going along as well, but she managed to adapt to that. And the uh, struggles that I would have in school, she was just like, you have to be a man, you can't, don't be a wimp, don't cry. <laughs> but she caught sort of, because I was always soft, because I was, I was very in touch with my female cycles and my mother mm. and stuff like that. So that really comes out in my actions. Yeah, yeah. and like, you can tell like, yeah. that you are so proud of her. Yeah. But, um, and then did you cry? Like, cause No, thing... I don't think I, I, I still have a, like, I'm very, I do cry sometimes, obviously, mm. but I don't cry, <laughs> I don't cry at things like right, Like you're not going to start crying yeah. now, but no, I, I mean, like, like are that. you in touch with your own emotions? Like, mm. I feel like Definitely. now in 2019, we're quite more aware. Yeah, everyone, yeah. Than like, so I'm 37. <laughs> Yeah. And then growing up, boys just didn't cry, and that was it. But yeah. now I'm quite, as you say, aware of when I talk to Ellie, if he cries. Yeah. I have never, and I will never say, and this is no disrespect at all, but yeah. just because I'm aware, yeah. be a man be or a man. act up. Because, yeah. like, the suicide rate in Northern Ireland it's so high. is yeah. like, and that's why, because we're conditioned, boys don't cry. Exactly. Girls cry. Girls are emotional. Exactly. But I think it's so important to embrace how you feel. How you feel, yeah. Definitely. Do you 100%. think you do? I think I think I do. I think I do. Like I, I definitely agree with like um like you should feel you should say how you feel. If you if you feel you're gonna cry, if you feel like emotional, you feel strongly about something. I feel you should be able to say that. You should be able to express your emotions how you feel. Cause if you don't, like silence here is crazy. That's what the suicide rate here is so high. Like people are losing lives nearly every week, which is crazy. So I think definitely speaking on how you feel is important. Big important. Mm. Do you have good mental health? Yeah, I have good, I'm good mental health myself, yeah. Do you think music helps that? Yeah, I think m music helps that, because I, I always say, like, even my mum says, like, 
if I didn't have music, I don't know what I would have done at so many times and occasions in my life. If I didn't have music, I don't know what I would have done. Like, so I think music is very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what has been your highest point? Because I suppose in many ways you are just starting off, yeah. even though you are fairly well known, I think. Yeah. But has there, what's, what's been the most successful thing that you've done on your success standards? Jeez. No, I see. The thing is, I don't really rank them like that. Like I've been um, nominated for the NI Music Prize, which was which was great. That's amazing. Yeah, but these things, like I, I see them as like I always want to get the next thing. Mm. So if I get something, I don't get like overexcited about it. I'm just I'm happy at the time. I'm just like yes, what's next? I'm constantly on what's next, like because the level I want to be at is so much higher, and that uh, what people see, people always see the the outside and they see the the accolades and they, they just think that okay this is it but I always want to achieve higher because I want to put it to a point where someone younger than me can see it and be like okay he can he can if he can reach there then so can I so that's why I want to get to like the highest of highest levels so what is success to you success to me is like someone relating to you and going out buying tickets to shows actually believing in what you say doing what you do like I, I feel that's so important because then they actually relate to you as a person Mm. And I think that that's so important. Like having a connection with people is the most important. That that's success. That's enough for me. Like yeah, that's amazing. So what is is there aside from that? Is there like a goal as an artist? Like is there? So you have really clear vision, mm. but is there a goal? Goal. Like is there a venue that you want to sell out? There's is always there a new an goal. Artist. Yeah. There's always a new goal for me. Like um. A goal that I would love to do is like, I think, give back to the community in many different ways and be able to probably sell out an arena would be really cool. At least one arena would be very, very cool. That's something I see in the future. But a goal for me, it just it's always new goals, definitely. Because I know once I get there, I'm going to want to do something yeah. else straight away. And that's really good. Yeah. What about Glastonbury? Oh, I'd love to do Glastonbury. Is that a goal yeah. for Arlet? Like, yeah. I don't know, is that like a given yeah. if you're in music? Like, when I seen Stormzy do it, it made me want to do it. Mm. You see what I mean? Like, because Stormzy did that, he's like, I know there was maybe one more black musician, but once Stormzy did it, I think he's the first like male black musician to do Glastonbury. I think, I think it was so. Skunk and Nancy, yeah, she wasn't was, it? Yeah, she was first. Because I got called out that when I was Yeah, <laughs> he got called out on it on Twitter, I seen that. Yeah. Um, but that was a woman. Yeah. But I think... His message is great. Yeah, exactly. And, he's and like, he used this platform well to shout out like every upcoming musician in the UK, which I thought that was brilliant. And that's something I would I would love to do, like get to that sort of stage where you can do something like that. I think mm. that's outstanding. Yeah. And I think for me, as like someone who isn't like a, a massive like music, not work with music, I yeah. know what I like and what I don't like, mm. and I do love Stormzy. Mm. But I see similarities in you and him in terms of his literally down to his outfit. Was yeah, so yeah. polished and yeah. I love that because I love when you see someone on stage and you're like right why is he wearing that and yeah. like Banksy and the bulletproof vest oh, and then yeah, yeah, weirdly Banksy. when I was trying to research you yeah. I saw a photo of you wearing what looked like a bulletproof yeah, vest was that on purpose yeah, was purpose. it oh yeah. my god brilliant and um, so was it a bulletproof vest yeah yeah it? it was a bulletproof vest a lot of the things the of the reasons why I wear those things is always it always a message but it's something okay. that you have to find it out really why I'm wearing it and what you think it is and was that after Stormzy? Yeah, no, it was before. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was the whole. I was going through the whole military thing, so mm. I wear like the combat pants and.
and everything mm. like that. Um, I wear like military boots, all that stuff. So I was going for that stage, but each time now it's changed. I wear the I wear dog chains, mm. so it's like real dog chains because I'm really into like punk and rock. So it mm. sort of shows in my style everything mm. that I do and the way I dress. It has to send a message each time. And the message is as we take it, as we yeah. perceive it. Yeah, or yeah. you're never gonna actively be like, well, I did this for. I might, I might do it sometimes. Definitely for one outfit that I've got planned, I'll explain the reason why. But for most of them, it's always, it's always thinking in my head. I want other people to perceive it and what they think reason why. Because mm. I'm not gonna just. I don't always dress like the typical male. <laughs> what is the typical male? The typical male. <laughs> is like it typical Belfast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, that's really interesting, and I think it's something that, yeah. It shows real dedication, I think, down yeah. to like how you stand, yeah. the words you use, your outfit. Outfit, exactly, yeah. Like it, and it is important. Exactly. And your behaviour. Yeah. You're behavior. quite well behaved, aren't you? <laughs> I try. Do I, you? I, I try, yeah, I try. <laughs> you have good management, I, don't I, you? Yeah. I've seen the management. Like, yeah, I have good management. <laughs> yeah. No, you do, you definitely do. Yeah. So, what do you think your big, do you, have you ever done anything that you think has been a mistake or a failure? Have you had a, I always think that fail, failures are amazing because mm. you learn so much, like that's real growth mm. whenever you can learn from a real mess up. Mm. Have you ever failed or had anything yeah. in terms of your biggest one? Have you ever really messed up on something? Really messed up. Mm. I usually say fucked up, but I feel because you're so small and like you're so young <laughs> yeah. and like new, I can't really curse yeah. too much. No, you're alright. Um, messed up. I, I, I haven't had a massive mess up yet, but I have. I have messed up a few times. Like I've said things that I'm not supposed to. I, have, I shouldn't mm. have said. Or, but that's all part of learning, and it's not stuff that like. Because most of the stuff I do say, sometimes I do agree with what I said, <laughs> but mm. not everyone is gonna agree with everything you say, and I think that's the harsh reality of life. Yeah, it not is. everyone's gonna agree with everything you say. And that's why sometimes some opinions is best to keep to yourself or some it's good to express yourself, yeah. I feel. Yeah, I think as long as you do it respectfully and respect yeah. other people's point of views. Exactly. Then it's it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um who inspired you? Or oh, who inspired me? Um an artist that really inspired me actually is Dappy. Really? Yeah. People don't Go understand on. that. A lot of my music like a lot of my stuff is inspired by Dappy because of because I do so many, like, a lot of people ask me why do I do so many genres? Mm. Like, where is the, what is your initial, what is your sound? Mm. I feel with artistry, it's so open, like, you can do literally any sound, bring it together and create your own. I feel as my catalogue expands, people are going to understand what my sound is. It's my own sound, it's not everything else. I feel Dappy does that. Like, Dappy can, like, he'll rap, then he'll do, like, a rock song, then Dappy will do, like, a ballad song or something like that. I don't like, this is crazy. Like, it's crazy. He can do piano songs, everything. He's got a talented voice, and he's messed up. He has he's messed up in his own career, and he's managed to come back. I feel that's the bit one of the biggest successes you can ever do mm. is if you can fall down and come back up. A lot of artists can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. How did he mess up? He he had a lot of things. He had um, a lot of scandals. He was always in the paper about um, fights, drinking. Mm. He messed up his house. He got went broke as well. A lot of those things. He lost his dad as well. His dad mm. died as well when he was really young. So I just a lot of those things there. I just relate to them a lot. Yeah, and it is true. I think yeah. you can use your failures exactly. to progress. Exactly. Like that's kind of the point. Yeah. What do you think? Are there like common myths to music and to what you do? Because like, I mean, you look at this guy from Belfast and he's yeah. doing amazing and he's doing concerts, but like as you say, you've sacrificed. There's so many stuff. Myths. What do you think? So many that you always record in the studio. 
That, yeah. That's the biggest myth. That, that, yeah, because I, st- I actually started, I started, um, well, I went to a studio first because um, my manager, Joe, he, he actually set me up in a studio and um, we went to a studio time and time again. That's actually how I learned to use the equipment because mm. we did go to the studio at the, at the start and then I actually bought my own equipment and started recording in the house. So <laughs> I bought like the acoustic foam, I put it on my wall. No I way. Put, yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual studio? Yeah, room. in my room. So I made my room into a studio myself and then... That's where most of my songs that have the most streams or most views, most of those were recorded in my room. That's amazing. Yeah. What's your most stream? Uh, I think it's, it must be Trophy Girl. Yeah, record that in my room. Who's that about? That was about... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was going to dig deep. Yeah, you're digging deep with this one. It's, it's about a girl, isn't it? It's about girls, yeah. Yeah, we don't know her. We're not going to drop her name. Yeah, have you been in love? Girl before of course have you yeah of course everyone gets in love with and in a weird setting yeah no i know you can be in love when you're like six yeah but you've like you've been, had your heart broken um yeah you maybe 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 once or twice once know, or yeah. twice yeah, maybe once wow or twice. yeah you have feels yeah i don't know why i'm surprised at that but i just kind of see it's like yeah. a little i'm open man like yeah, yeah that's I good but you won't give us her name so no, but it is a nice song trophy girl yeah. but like Trophy as in like yeah hot hot yeah hot or oh, but people thought I meant like as if I'm saying I'm saying she's like an ornament I'm not, no not in that way I don't mean that yeah, way I, get that, I mean she's like like a tro- when you have a trophy I feel it's like the the, the biggest prize that you can ever get it's like something you've worked hard for mm. and you've received and I feel that's why that's why I made trophy girls like a, a girl that I've grinded for and I finally got the girl that I wanted, mm. you know what I'm saying? So that's what that's what the whole song is about, and it's just basically about like an independent woman. So a woman being independent um, and treating herself like she's royalty. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's it's amazing. So is it hard to trust girls in terms of relationships whenever? Um, no, nah, not really. Uh, well, you can, because I feel a lot of nowadays it is like, Everyone I mean, says, yeah, you can't trust anyone. Yeah, but like, trust maybe anyone. I just think that you're more like well known than you are. Yeah, but it's, to see people's intentions, I think is is always different because some people want the whole. They see they see things and they want lifestyle. Some people mm. want lifestyle. It's hard to always find a person that just that doesn't just want life, lifestyle and just wants you for you. Mm. And I think that's that's always an important thing to find, and I think everyone should. Find that, especially musicians. Yeah, totally. And like, yeah. I mean, I suppose that's hard anyway. It is, in a yeah. world where, like, your Instagram is that really you? Like, yeah. do you, is someone perceiving that as the real you? Yeah, exactly. Type thing? Yeah. But how do you even have time for? Like, do you have time for relationships? Yeah, yeah, can I can have bothered? time for it. Yeah, I definitely have time for it. But it is, it can be. There's some things that you can't do. You can't always. It's hard to show show them off as much you, as you mm. want to do. It's hard to do all these things enough because you're so focused on your career which is not everybody understands and there's some things like some people not everyone can take hate for an example mm-hmm. when you have when you when you put yourself out there and you have such a big reach other people make not can make nasty comments you're always going to find a few out of the bunch that will comment on the person of, and not everyone can deal with that mm-hmm. so that's why that's another reason why it can be hard with relationships when you're an artist like yeah yeah totally and so whenever you're actually doing shows, we talked a little bit about like nerves. Do you have like a pre-show yeah. ritual or anything? Nah, I think I stay calm. So a lot of some artists that like, drink, they'll drink beforehand. For me, that doesn't work. I, I would never drink before going on stage or something like that or using drugs or something like that. For me, I just stay calm because then I feel like when I'm on stage, 
I, I pretend like there's five people there. Do you? Yeah. Because if I pretend there's there's loads of when there's loads of people, because when there is, I just you would freeze up. But I just pretend there's five people there, like I'm in my room or something. Mm. And I'm jumping about. Yeah, that's, that's how helpful. I see it. Yeah, that is helpful. Yeah. And um, did you ever get nervous? No. Yeah, I did. I did definitely at the start. I remember um, I did like a there was a music thing. There's like a music competition going mm. on here, and I did that, and I was so ner nervous. I think there's a video of it on YouTube, but I was like, no one knows it. It's like under <laughs> it's a different name, up. like, <laughs> and my, head's down, my head's down, my head's down. Oh, really? Snap. Yeah, I had like a hat on and everything, and I was so nervous. But that was the first time. Because of the good response I got from it, that, I think that's another thing that helped me to push it in a more professional way. Mm. Definitely, with having, meeting my manager and everything, that, that, that stirred it in a professional manner. And given a different stereotype to hip-hop, that, that was definitely um, another main thing. Yeah, that is amazing. Do you drink after gigs? Ah, I don't mind. I'll have one. Like you don't. Nah, I don't. I don't you're mind just after that. Clean yeah, I, I I always like to meet the people like after a gig or something like because they've obviously they've watched and supported. Like I always want to try to meet everyone. Mm. Yeah. That's do you, what, Do you read? Where do you get your inspiration? I do read, I do read a lot. Um, uh, I've read a book called The Master Key. Don't mm. know if you've heard of that. Mm. Um, I've. I always, I always, I'm always looking into a lot of weird things. I look into a lot of like the third eye, Continue. pyramids. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, I'm big into that. I'm big into that, and I'm big into like um, your mind, the power of your mind. Like I feel like the mind is so powerful. Like your mind can take you literally anywhere. Like there's so many things undiscovered about the human brain. Like I feel like your mind is the most powerful thing in your body. Mm. Yeah, it controls everything. Absolutely. You can move your arms with your mind. I feel there's so much you can do with your mind that we don't know yet mm. that's one thing i'm big interested into are you more spiritual or religious um or both it seems they're both, both definitely both um I, I believe in god i believe in um definitely a lot of concepts and ideas like I, i'm big into ideas and theories like i, I like i never close anything off mm. i'm so open into things if i see something i, I just i dive into it i dive into absolutely everything because I, I love just finding about the earth where we come from i'm so interested into that yeah. It is really fascinating, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's been so. I, I feel like there's like a question because I was thinking all day and I was like, yeah. I'm gonna ask him that, but it hasn't come to me. But um, I usually finish with like a couple of um, like quick fire. Yeah. Questions. Um, if you could be one other person for a day, who would it be? Oh, one other person for a day. Damn. <laughs> oh, who would I be? Um, uh, that's an interesting one. I'd probably be. Prime Minister or something. Really? Yeah. Oh, Joe. Yeah. Would you fix it? Would you make I would it try better? To. I, want, I want to see how much pressure is really there. There's very little, I think. Yeah, that's what I want to find out. I yeah. want to find out there's a lot of pressure. That's what I'd probably try and be for one day, yeah. Right, what's the purchase of less than £100 that's most impacted your life in the last six Ooh, months? That's an interesting one. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Less than £100. Mm. Ooh. Jeez. Um, oh, that's a... It's a tricky one, you know. It's a random one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, maybe a new mic. Oh, really? Oh, no, that was over £100. That doesn't was count. Was it over £100? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. Um, what about a book? I think books can be quite... A book? Um, I bought a book recently, but I haven't read it yet. Uh, let me think. Jeez. I got a new pillow. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. I got what a... kind of pillow is it? Is it polyester? Yeah. I, I was having a conversation with this, yeah. with someone about this. And I was like, right, I know that like I'm probably that asshole. Yeah. But I'm blaming my parents <laughs> because they gave me like this like duck down like pillow. Yeah. And now if it doesn't have feathers in it, 
Um, I'm totally like gonna yeah going to hell for like really? using duck for my pillow. But I'm so comfortable. Yeah. So I've tried to sleep on a polyester one, and it's like I can't, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. Wow, I actually I'm like, like polyester ones. I know. I prefer them. Do you? Yeah. I just can't. Like wow. I just can't. I suppose it's um habit, but I'm like that person who really? like I tried to sleep with a polyester one under yeah. two duck ones mm -hmm. and it was like the princess and the pea it was just like I know this polyester is here in my bed yeah. so I can't cope but um <laughs> unreal that's a good buy pillows are yeah. awesome pillows are important you need them to sleep <laughs> do I don't, I don't sleep? sleep very much do you not <laughs> and then so what's an unusual habit or absurd thing that you love oh <laughs> uh, I like watching Netflix late at night that's do you what's yeah. your favorite I'm watching a thing called Hannibal at the moment. Twins. Yeah, they good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit weird, like, it's about, like, a, a guy and he, like, eats people, basically. Yeah, it's not, it gives it away in the title. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a true story? No, but it's very interesting because it speaks about, like, mental health and the, the idea and the brain of a psychopath. Find it that is fascinating though. It's very fascinating because thought process is different. Yeah, and I think thought I, I would recognise thought processes yeah. in psychopaths um after I've dated them. Yeah, like, exactly. Weirdly. Yeah. It's weird, it's interesting. And then just like curiosity kinda like for me, but do you like Kanye West? Because you're only used this time. Love Kanye West. Do you? Yeah, he's one of my biggest inspirations. Kanye is West. he? Yeah. This is brilliant because yeah. I love his old stuff. Yeah, I love his old stuff. And too. I feel like um so I, whenever I worked in Paris, yeah. I was like the same distance apart we are. Oh wow! So I used yeah. to like I worked in fashion. I used to do network sneak into the fashion shows. Yeah. And I sneaked into Martin Margiela, and he was oh, like wow. right beside me. Do you know Martin Margiela? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, my yeah. favorite designer. Anyway, so I was like, literally, my I have one regret in life, and mm -hmm. it is. I couldn't even talk to him. Really. And I walked beside him and yeah. kind of smelt him a bit. Yeah. But like. And he was so normal. Like, I mean, really? people were like coming up to him and being like, oh my God, can you? Mm. And, and he was like giving them the time. It was at, straight after the Grammys and everything. <laughs> Wasn't it the Grammys where he went up to the stage with Yeah, Taylor yeah, yeah, Swift? it was. Yeah, Taylor Swift. I have like a really blurred photo that I took of him, but it was like, I just wish I had a spoken to him yeah. because he was, he's a genius. I'll and like, that, I think, he's a genius, definitely. I think um, choices he's made in terms of, I believe in the Kardashian curse. Yeah. Let's just not pussyfoot around it. And I just feel like there's a part of his genius has gone in a different direction. Definitely. I feel I feel that he's a definitely a big, big, big inspiration because of not maybe not everyone agrees with everything he says, but he says it. Mm. And I think that's the most important thing. The fact that he still says his mind, I think that's really, really important. Like the way he puts his energy into clothes, the mm. same he would put it into music. Mm -hmm. He was a producer and he, and, he, and people were like, oh no, you maybe should just stick to producing. And he's like, nope, I'm a rapper too. So he rapped and then he did clothing and he did it at, he does everything at the height of, of his ability. Mm. And I think that's amazing. Yeah, that's and I think people amazing. do say that the Kanye that you see is the Kanye that was seventeen or sixteen. Yeah, and like exactly. That. He was so jumping ambitious. on tables like yeah. being crazy. Yeah, but crazy is genius. genius What's your yeah. favorite Kanye West song? Oh, <laughs> have you ever seen him? Have you ever seen? No, nah, I haven't seen him live. I've always wanted to watch the. I wanted to actually watch the Yeezus tour, but I didn't get a chance to. Mm. But nah, my favorite Kanye West song. Jeez, there's so many. There's so many, isn't there? <laughs> there's so many. Oh. Yeah. I do love Watch the Throne. Watch the Throne album was fire. I, I think that's yeah. probably one of the best albums. Yeah, I, I think that was my, my that was one of my favorite albums. I got offered a can that ticket for Watch the Throne in Paris for fifty euros, and I said no. That's Why my not? regret. That's my regret. It's a no. Couldn't have been ours. 
What? I think it was because it was really skint at the time. Yeah. And I was like, if I get the, because it was in Belgium, it was okay, like the train yeah, to Paris is going to be like 100 euros. I have nowhere to stay. Yeah. So it's going to either mean, and I was so broke at that time. Yeah. It was like, I'll have to just stay out all night yeah. in Paris. And like, is it worth it? Mm. Yes, it is worth yes, it. it is of worth course it, it is. <laughs> I know that now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was a great one. Oh man, I love Kanye so much. My favourite Kanye West song, I'm still trying to think of it. Oh, I like, uh, oh, nah, that's not my favourite. One of my favourites is, damn. What's the one he did with T-Pain? Dunno. I can't remember, there's one he did with T-Pain that I absolutely loved. And I also love Brothers in Paris. Oh, <laughs> that in song's Paris. fire, yeah. It's such a tune, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is, like, yeah. Um, the one he wrote about his mom as well as Fire as well. Yeah. I love that song. Um, yeah. I kind of, I love um, Gold Digger. Gold Digger's Fire as well, What's yeah. The one? And he uses the I love sample. American Boy as well. Yeah, that's yeah, a that. really good, like really old yeah. one. The one that he's in the car with Jay-Z and they're just spinning, spinning around. Spinning around. Otis. What is that song? Otis. It's called Otis. Yes. Yeah, oh my God, fire. that's the an amazing one as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant. Otis. Oh, I love that. Actually, Otis is probably my favourite song. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, I used to try and rap over that instrumental all the time. And can you? Yeah. Go. What? On that instrumental? Well, we can't. Well, we could, couldn't we? We could do that. Should we try it? Should we do it here? Oh, no. This this could be like history in the making. This could get you like... I can't even... I would have to freestyle like... You got a freestyle. Now you've planted the seed. Oh, goodness. Do you want to? I could try. All right. This is great. This is awesome. Okay. So it's Otis. Yeah, it's right. I used to try and wrap over that. Do you want to get it on your phone or will I get it on this? I'll check. I'll try. This is amazing. I knew this would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would do something. Um, do you have the instrument or what should I get it? Do you want to get it? I could try. You know this is going to go under the ground. Yeah, like, of course, of course. <laughs> uh, see if I have it. I'll just wrap any, any lines over it. See what I have. Okay. See, I, could, I haven't done this in ages. This like, is amazing. Yeah, alright, we'll see. Everybody waking up See I don't feel like we're waking up We're told the way to think and believe it Not many brave enough to speak against the mainstream opinion That's why I change the cost we see but don't see we're brilliant That's why I change the cost, no free thinking You get judged, that's what the system teach I don't see the differences I just see the different ends, they're limiting and liberty Racism and bigotry All given the same seed but we just breed a bigotry Love is just a vivid key, not much up in the system See, Some life for the industry but can't maintain their image free That's, that's all I've got for Oh now. my that's god, that was well. amazing yeah. Oh my god, that was so good. Wow. I feel so privileged. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, I haven't done that in ages. How do you even freestyle? You just think off your head, or most freestyles are freestyles, so it's like written, you can do written, or you can have stuff that is in your head, you can do it off the line, off the top, off the top freestyles as well. That's amazing, like Eminem and Green Mile. Yeah. No, Green Mile. 